The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms for the night are Psalm 117, and then a portion of Psalm 119, beginning on page 498. O oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is evermore and more towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Psalm 119, beginning at verse 129. Thy testimonies are wonderful, therefore doth my soul keep them. When thy word goeth forth, it giveth light and understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and drew in my breath, for my delight was in thy commandments. O look thou upon me, and be merciful unto me, as thou hast a set to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and so shall no wickedness have dominion over me. O deliver me from the wrongful dealings of men, and so shall I keep thy commandments. Show the light of thy countenance upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. Mine eyes gush out with water, because men keep not thy law. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and true are thy judgments. The testimonies that thou hast commanded are exceedingly righteous and true. My, my, zeal, zeal, hath, my zeal hath even consumed me, because mine enemies have forgotten thy words. Thy word is tried to the uttermost, and thy servant loveth it. I am small and of no reputation, yet do I not forget thy commandments. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is thy truth. 
Trouble and heaviness have taken hold upon me, yet my delight is in thy commandments. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. O grant me understanding, and I shall live. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 44th chapter of the Apocrypha book Ecclesiasticus. Let us now praise famous men and our fathers that begat us. The Lord hath wrought great glory by them through his great power from the beginning. Such as did bear rule in their kingdoms, men renowned for their power, giving counsel by their understanding and declaring prophecies. Leaders of the people by their counsels and by their knowledge of learning meet for the people. Wise and eloquent are their instructions. Such as found out musical tunes and recited verses in writing. Rich men furnished with ability, living peaceably in their habitations. All these were honored in their generations and were the glory of their times. There be of them that have left a name behind them, that their praises might be reported. And some there be which have no memorial, who are perished as though they had never been, and are become as though they had never been born, and their children after them. But these were merciful men, whose righteousness hath not been forgotten. With their seed shall continually remain a good inheritance, and their children are within the covenant. Their seed standeth fast, and their children for their sakes. Their seed shall remain forever, and their glory shall not be blotted out. Their bodies are buried in peace, but their name liveth forevermore. The people will tell of their wisdom, and the congregation will show forth their praise. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Labaeus, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
and as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics nor sandals nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. Now whatever city or town you enter, inquire who in it is it who is worthy and stay there till you go out. And when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in the synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Now brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another, for assuredly I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Here endeth. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church. And because it cannot continue in safety without thy succor, preserve it evermore by thy help and goodness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all. Starting our psalms tonight, um, which have... Uh, a, a kind of closely related, um, and um, we have to look at them together um, to see both an interior and an exterior uh, quality to what, what the psalmist is describing, to one thing that the psalmist is describing, and that is the formation of a life um, that, um, that begins from the inside out, that starts from the place of receiving and, and, and allowing the, um, the law of the Lord that is received by hearing to be absorbed into the sort of most inward self, um, the, the, the place where, you know, in the Jewish imagination, um, the idea that the, the source of our existence um, is continually refreshed and renewed by God there, but also the law comes to govern that, um, to govern that life. That isn't just sort of um, unkempt life or, un, or sort of, it is a life that is, um, that is directed towards its true end, which is um, to to praise the Lord. And that's why we get Psalm 117 in here, that praising the Lord is the, um, the kind of the end uh, and the fruit of a well-ordered life. Um, and we can detect um, a problem in the ordering of a life insofar as we can see a problem in the worship there. Um, this is why as Anglicans, we have always upheld the ancient proverb, lex orandi, lex credendi, which is that the, the, the prayer, uh, the, the, the word, the law of prayer is the law of belief, um, that our worship is not really merely an aesthetic choice, but our worship um, is, is to be taken as seriously, the manner of our worship is to be taken as seriously as the manner of our doctrine, um, which includes our, our moral theology. Um, the way that our life is to be governed. And that this is wisdom in its full, fullness, ultimately, is, that, is one that transforms the, the, um, the life within a person, which then is manifested and expressed through the deeds of the body and the, deed, and the words of the mouth. 
Um, and so as the, as the psalmist in Psalm 119 meditates very um, extensively on this in a very long psalm, it really comes back and kind of synthesizes the whole point of the Psalter itself, which is to, be, um, to receive and be formed in the uh, truth of the law. And it's significant that the, the psalmist uh, uh, speaks of the law and, and, and is, expresses gratitude for the law as being truth. Um, we we sometimes we are you know people whose country is governed by the rule of law, um, and yet it is observably true that that law is not always um, indicative of what is true. Um, it's very possible to pass laws that actually um, describe a reality that is contrary to truth, um, and permit things that ought not be permitted. Not only be, not simply because they're immoral, but um, if for no other reason, maybe even most foundationally, that they express an untruth about how life is. Um, and when that is the case, it puts a, a burden on the people and on the people who are under that law, because um, if life is to be ordered um, in one way so that it can attain to its fullness and that it can flower into a right relationship with God, um, and it, it, to labor under a law that does not describe truth is a great burden because it puts pressure on us to compromise with that, that law in order to um, avoid the negative consequences of it. And this comes into play, of course, uh, you know, that, it, you know, that it, the psalmist concludes it's more important and that it is a source of stability to stand in the law of the Lord. Um, and even if even if the you know there are others who don't receive it and don't live by it and conduct their lives not according to it, and it's significant to keep that in mind when we go into the wisdom writings because um, you know there's a there's a kind of an irony that we can observe in chapter 44 here in the first 15 chapters where the wisdom writer um, Ben Sirach is is talking about praising those you know great men and our fathers who have come before us. And in the remainder of this chapter and then the next couple chapters, he'll go on to kind of give the, this, this roster of people. And he'll cite people like Abraham and, and, um, and Moses and Aaron. Uh, he'll cite David and Elijah, Solomon. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's interesting to note that, you know, this, this will be largely, you know, seeing them as praiseworthy. But there's an irony in the statement that the wisdom writer makes that they were known in their time for their wisdom. And that's certainly true to an extent, but they were also, as we'll remember from reading the, the Old Testament, we'll remember that they were critiqued wildly by people as well. And that, you know, as, as is sometimes the case with artists who are not appreciated in their time, so it is the case that the servants of God are often not appreciated in their time. Um, and that was, it's, it's um, again, observably true in the history of both Israel and the church that sometimes a person that people are the most furious with in their age is later, maybe even centuries later, recognized to be a great prophetic voice in their age. Um, and that's not licensed to go around being provocative. It's simply to say that they, the word that we most need to hear is sometimes the word we are least willing to hear. Um, and with all these figures that Ben Sirach is going to unfold, that is the case. We, re we can recall like, yeah, David was, you know, you know, David was a man after God's own heart, but he's also had some personal problems. And also he was um, rebelled against by his own children um, and people and his own, and his. And then we can remember Saul, who even knew he was the anointed king, hunted him in the wilderness. 
I remember Elijah, right, who's speaking the words of the Lord to Ahab and Jezebel and, and is hunted down for it and has to go into hiding uh, repeatedly in order to evade that capture. And so and that's that as, as for as much as Ben Sirach would call our attention to their laudable qualities, and we should laud them for the for their their fortitude and their wisdom. We have to remember that um, that was a much much less visible thing uh, in their own time, and it is um, with the benefit of a couple hundred years of insight that Ben Sirach can kind of com compile this roster and and see the connection between them. And that comes to a head in the in the chapter from Matthew tonight, where we see the naming of the twelve apostles who are sent out, um, and Jesus being very clear that. Um, what they can expect is what has been what is what has been observed with all of the servants of God in Israel's history, that some will receive their message and repent, and others will reject them and hunt them, um, and yet, um, you know, wisdom will be known, you know, and be vindicated by God. Um, and so, you know, Jesus promises it is, you know, he's, he instructs them that your job is to go and proclaim what I have given you to proclaim what is true. Um, and it is not you're not you're not going to be in control of of the effect. You're not going to be able to manipulate the situation so that it has the desired outcome always. In fact, you're going to encounter a lot of rejection and resistance because that is how this people relates to me as their God. Um, and if they relate to their God that way, then the servants of that God cannot expect any uh, other treatment. And so, even though we know we can we can you know look ahead to Revelation where we see the apostles gloriously enthroned um, around the throne of Christ in heaven, um, the, that is continuous with the path that they walk prior to it. Um, so that even as we call ourselves the, the you know, we, we, we sort of, we, we see high value in being part of the apostolic church and the apostolic faith. Remember that that apostolic faith, for as much as it proclaims the truth, is also one that is rejected by the world. And so as we return to our prayer tonight, we go back with the psalmist to seek that interior formation that gives us the kind of um, that, that that fills us with grace, so as to be able to proclaim the um, to proclaim God truly and to testify to God truly, even when we are rejected for it. And that's how we what we pray to be renewed in tonight. As is Wednesday, we'll turn to our litany for the church and evangelism, which I've linked to in the chat bar here. We offer the litany to the glory of God, and we ask for God's renewal in our inmost self that we might be bold to proclaim the gospel and to, um, yeah, and to, you know, be bear personal witness of what we have known of Jesus Christ to those in our lives who are most in need uh, of hearing it. O oh God, the Father, Creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or state. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies and persecutors and slanderers and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament opening minds to understand the scriptures, and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, pour out thy Holy Spirit upon our parishes and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. To the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight, and thanks to Barbara and to Rochelle, my co-leaders tonight. I hope thanks, you have a wonderful Barbara. evening. See ya. See you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much.